Good morning, I'm Seth Goldberg. Tonight, Syracuse basketball back in action in the Dome, welcoming a top 15 Buffalo team to town. The Orange, it's another uh, to, uh, no, it's another opportunity. I can't speak. I'm bad at the speaking oh, thing. Well, you're in the wrong business. I am. Here we go. go Thank you. Man, what did I just say? I can start firing people. I've got a glut, a glut of people. <laughs> I know. I'm first. Look, I'm first on the list. I know. Back to zero. Good morning. I'm Seth Goldberg. Tonight, Syracuse basketball welcomes the top 15 Buffalo team to the Dome. For the Orange, it's another opportunity at a marquee win in the non-conference, having already beaten Ohio State on the road. However, Syracuse's five-game winning streak was snapped over the weekend after Old Dominion came up to SU and beat them in the Dome pregame tonight at 7 o'clock on ESPN Radio. Syracuse tip-off at 8 on TK99, ESPN AM 1200, then come back to ESPN Radio for postgame show immediately following the final buzzer. Last night on Monday Night Football, the Saints beat the Panthers 12-9. Two-star quarterbacks in this one, Drew Brees and Cam Newton, neither threw a touchdown pass. However, running back Christian McCaffrey did, connecting on a 50-yard touchdown throw. And tonight on ESPN Radio Utica Rome, we've got high school basketball with Proctor and, and Whitesboro meeting up. Coverage starts at 645 on ESPN Radio Utica Rome, now on 96.5 FM. I'm Seth Goldberg. The Daniel Baldwin Show starts now. Hey, this is Daryl Strawberry, and you listen to The Daniel Baldwin Show. This is Anthony Munoz, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN. Hi, this is Bruce Smith, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show. Hi, this is Cornelius Bennett, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show here on ESPN. Jim Kelly, you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. This is Chris Berman, a.k.a. The Swami. I am predicting that you are listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Dean Kane. You're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio, and so am I. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Ah! <laughs> oh. Good morning. Boy, the mole sitting to my right, and of course, Damn Josh right. of K-Rock Josh fame, comes right in out of the studio after doing his monster truck shows Yo, in the morning. Thank you. And then comes in here to kind of unwind, don't you? It's my cool down lap. <laughs> <laughs> it's my cool down lap. <laughs> it is a cool down lap because it's so cool to be on the show. Um, hey, so Josh came out. He coined a great. Came out. He came out. No, not of the closet. Already. Oh. He, he, uh, no. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Wife might be listening. <laughs> she loves my velvety voice. Um, so he comes out with a great nickname for for Nikki Caps. So we got Nikki Caps as the as the standard gold standard. But is the sloth the human sloth? He's I mean, just a sloth. He's a sloth. He. I love. I love Nikki, but he. He goes really him and Forrest together. Imagine giving them an assignment like to uh, to build a deck or something. You know, nine years later, you'd get, you'd be getting that last nail. And they that. go from neutral to slow. Those mm-hmm. are their two speeds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like never. That's a great analogy. It's like never getting out of low gear. You know, when you're so we got a mole, a and a slot. Yeah, we do. We got <laughs> a mole like a and a slot. Mm-hmm. We do. It's it's um it's Daniel's arc. You ever see like, like somebody forget to put their car in park and it starts to drift down a hill and it's like bouncing off other cars as it goes down? That's kind of how I and see it. And he's checking them. his phone. Yeah, that's kind of how he's I see it. He's checking his phone. Yeah. He mm-hmm. loves that phone. Mm-hmm. Speaking does. of which, I am banning uh, employees from being on their phone you while like that they're at work. I know. That's just going to make yeah, me pick my phone up and look at it. That, that's another thing that's happening. I got to play a I, word against Halleck right Tommy here. is always on his phone. <laughs> Nikki Caps is always on his phone. I came in here during the women's basketball game yesterday. Neil's on his phone charging it. 
looking at it. Well, I can see when you're uh, when you're in here. I, I, I promise you, a vast majority of the time, I'm doing something that's work related. You're always on it. I'm not always Buying on it. Buying lingerie. Um, that's important. I'm going to put things and prioritize them. Buying lingerie for Throb and Robin to come home and put on for me after I'm done with work is much more important than anything I do in here. Much more important. Thank you. You're so, you're <laughs> so he, he so, so Paulie turns around and goes, man, I got so many extra guys now. He goes, I can actually start firing people. I've hired like five new guys. So, yeah, he does. He's got so now, yeah, now I can clean house. He's got a that's safety exciting. net now. Yeah, yeah, that's exciting. So, so can we make a, a, a do a Deadpool? Yeah, absolutely. Off oh, the air. Cool. Why off the air? Because if we do it on the air and then they get fired, they've got fodder to say that we fired them for money or for. What are you talking nothing. about? You can't say, guess who's going to get fired first and have a bet on it, yeah. and then they get fired. That's the Pete Rose of management right there. <laughs> no, we're not going to make a bet on it. There's no bet. Well, I just want to know, do we, for, for entertainment purposes, <laughs> 300, 300, for entertainment purposes, do we make a Deadpool? All right, let's just say this. Let me know, what are the, what are the names of the people that are eligible? We can say that. All of them are All eligible. I'm on the list. All yeah, eligible. everybody's yeah. eligible now. Yeah. <laughs> Which brings up, if you look over your shoulder, the big zero's up. And, yeah. And Forrest, who is supposedly not allowed to talk on air, we may bring him in right now. Is it okay yeah, to make he, it? He a okay. So, Forrest, come on in. Um, and bring in Nikki with you. Forrest is stuck. Well, they'll be here in 20 minutes then. Uh, Forrest <laughs> is uh, starting to enjoy that it won't go past one. He's like, no, no, it, no, 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 no. Let he, me just tell you. He's stormed Sit out in. Of here. You're talking right now. Where's, where's uh, Caps? Slothin'? There's the sloth. I like it. Got a chair over there? Is there another chair over there? He's fine. He can stand. Give him a little yeah, workout. Bring a chair over. Uh. He can use the sloth. You don't want to get too tired. Get the guy tired. We're in trouble. All right. Oh, oh God. So, well, that's a tough chair to handle. Oh, boy. Luther's coming back in. Let's see what he's got. All right. Oh, my goodness. Oh, we you missed, missed him. him. All right. Should we have him call in? No, hold on. Let's get this over with first. All right. So, so we're at zero. And we're at zero because Paulie says... He screwed up. Yeah, he did. But but that that affects the boys coming on the air. I'm like, yeah, we're a key. <sighs> yeah, I guess he, the way he described it is this number is all of ESPN staff. Which Doesn't that him. go back to the Pete Rose theory though? Because he could then screw up whenever he wants to to keep the number where he wants. Ooh, I didn't think about that. He can intentionally. I'm do not it. going to. He can lay on the. So- we don't know that. I'm not getting fired. Like no, I'm not going to screw or up. Or a guy that could a guy he could adjust this by a guy that could could screw up. Mm-hmm. He could fire him. To mm-hmm. not allow- He's in control of the number. So then why did Forrest storm out of here? What did you do? To- you love my theory, don't you, Forrest? Oh my God! You're sitting in the room. You don't know my theory. What's your theory? Oh my God! He just <laughs> put up a zero again. That could, he just <laughs> said it. I just said throw, my theory. That he can throw the number as well. He I'm can saying. throw the number off on you. He yeah. can, and he can do it on purpose. I'm not going to argue about this anymore. I'm just going to wait until he gets bored with this because honestly, he keeps changing the rules and what the requirements oh, are like for that what's approach. I'm just going to do my work. If I make a mistake. Oh well. Oh. Whenever he gets bored with it, we'll move Is on. Is there from a conspiracy it. here? Is there a potential conspiracy? Yeah. Ooh. See? You think I want that to not be higher than zero? I mean, it, you're, you keep changing the rules, dude. That's I, all. I don't I, I'm just calling you like I see it, Paula. You keep changing the rules. Wow, this I, is the grassy knoll. We're, we're all a team here. But what was it but originally? What the was team? it originally? It was. It was originally these guys. Yeah. I gotta say. I and now all them. of a sudden you're a part of it? Right. Right. If we do that, it'll be at zero forever if we count up all your <laughs> you screw-ups. just keep changing the rules, man. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> wow. 
Caps, get in there. What do you think? You got an opinion on any of this? I kind of agree with Forrest. Wow. Well, I think we got to go to a vote. So what was the number at yet before I mean, Pauly I screwed over up? Step one. It, it was, was at one. zero yesterday. So it would be at two. It would be at one today. It would okay. be at one. It would be, listen, these guys, they're begging for a one. They need a one yeah, bad because one's lead to twos. Forrest, you know? We're talking the microphone, Forrest. Dumb, I'm not for anything. Like I said, I'm not arguing with this anymore. Whatever Paulie wants to do, he I can just do. Find, I'm I just find it quite interesting that Paulie's now. I never thought you had any. Because think about it. If Ed started yelling about something at me, or about, that means uh, he yells at something about me, the number's going to zero? I'm part of the show. Yeah, I think we're all one big unit. Yeah, but I hear, I hear uh, Forrest's point. Is that this was only a, for them? Yeah, to it focus started on for them, it so they could get ops. back on air. Right. This is about them getting back on There's air. There's no. Are, loss we take, for are you, you off There's... air today? Should you walk out of the studio and send Seth? In? I'd love it. There's oh, no. <laughs> There's no downside for you. <laughs> Me getting off the air, I would take in a second. <laughs> <laughs> There's no downside for uh, you. Okay. Yeah, I'm not turning on by. I'm thinking it's a it's a one. Okay, put it at one. one then. Yeah, That's yeah. A one. I think it's a one. See, I'm easy to work with. Yeah, yeah. See? You're very, you're gentle. <laughs> Forrest you're has the right gentle. approach, Daniel. I'm telling you, wait it out. Wait till the bit's boring, and then he's back. I mean, he's already back at the care. Look at him. He's sitting right here talking on the see, microphone. He's on the mic. It's cool. And now, and now, and now is it possibility? Genius. Is it a possibility that we call you Nikki Caps, the human sloth, we add on to your nickname? I mean, it sounds like that's what's going to happen. It does sound like that's <laughs> <laughs> I love Caps. I don't know who I like more, Nikki Caps or, uh, or Forrest. They're both just... I think Caps Forrest goes... Exa- Forrest at least puts a lot of effort into it. No, I mean, Nikki doesn't care. He's just... completely <laughs> checked out. Either, well, okay, so since my note to you guys about... Your producers, and I want you to produce stuff. Has anyone come up with any ideas of anything you want to do? Or there you go, dead silence. Right, I love okay. it. Okay, thank you, it. thank you, it. boys. All right, boys, thank you so thank much. You boys. So, so good to have you. <laughs> Take it and to the so hallway. So informative. Thank you. So informative. Take it to the hallway. Well, so put the one up. Put the he one will. up. Yeah, put back. the one up. He'll come back. I like that. One. I like how he barks it out. Michael Jordan uh, cannot sell his fifty-six thousand square foot house. He has cut the price in half to $29 million. So I guess at one point he wanted $58 million. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and I went over some of the lists of things in there. You know, he was very, very involved in the details of the house. They have, you know, it, it, it has um, golf holes on it. It's got these special flags and monuments to him and blah, 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 blah. But I it, think when you build a house this specific to you, how are you going to sell it? You know, it's got number 23 on the gate, for God's sake. Well, I mean, I guess you're, you know, unless you want that. If you can afford the house, you can afford to put the new gate up. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, listen, my budget is strapped. I'm looking at it. I'm interested. Well, doesn't it have to go to a guy who's a huge... I remember Scotty Pippen's house up in Portland was for sale, and the agent, when I moved up there, said, do you want to see Scotty Pippen's house? I said, yeah. And I mean, it's... It had the indoor basketball court. Mm-hmm. It had it, all this great stuff. But it was nothing like this crazy monster. It's got everything I want because I'm a prepper and I, I'm ready for the Armageddon. The driveway is like a mile long and it's gated so that people can't get to you when well, the zombie apocalypse happens and you can shoot them as they're coming down your driveway. Yeah, but then you've got you've to The driveway's go. a mile. It's got a moat around it. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. That's brilliant, but but then you gotta you gotta um, guard that much more property. Look at in the front. There's like a pond with a putting green yeah. in the middle of the pond. I think it's with a, a bridge. To no, it. I think it's a putting green in the middle of an infinity pool. I don't even know if that's a pond. I think that's like you can get in that water. 
But so you, you can swim, and then there's a putting green in the middle of the swimming yeah, pool? Yeah, so you can try to <clears throat> land it on that green. Oh, yeah, the infinity pool has a grass island in the middle. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a pool. So you can have, like, you know, the honeys all in the water, throbbing, robbing, backstroking while you're... while you're. So uh, girls can lay out in the grass while you're... That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can. You can shoot your golf balls out. The there. putting green is the size of a municipal golf course. <laughs> like, look at that. Yeah, yeah it's like gigantic. It's He's gigantic. doing all right, man. What's this guy? So why is why do you want to sell it? Where's he going? Well, you know, I mean, I think uh, he's done doing the whole thing, and and he probably scales it down. I mean, what what does he need it for? Fishing pond. Yeah, you gotta have you gotta have like real. um, He did it all. You know, he did it all. He did the insane. Built it from scratch. He did the full on. You know, movie theater. You you name it. It's in this house. But to you know to want to buy that. Man, you know, you know who buys that? Like a Khashoggi, you know, like a, a sultan of some place or whatever. Comes in and just snatches it right up. He's got the original doors from the Playboy Mansion leading into his man cave. Of course he does. Who doesn't need to have those? I have Full some... court basketball. Oh, Look at the court. Look at it's placing on the Mellow Center. Right. <laughs> it is. It is. It is nice. And he's the got Mellow himself Center. at center court. Yeah. Yeah, how crazy is that? And his name is under his each basket. Get each over basket. yourself. I know, I know, I know. Check it out. Look at the gym. Is that the? Is that the? Uh, and it's got the viewing area above the gym where you can sit in the leather recliners and watch people play basketball. Yeah. Just think of the pickup games that happened at that house, though. There's some serious games that happened. Do you right think now. they still did game? Like, did yeah, they- I bet you. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He did. He would have them come over. Um, like, you if know. your job is to play basketball professionally, do you want to play it in your off time, too? I don't want to go do a radio show in my off time. I don't think that it was so much that he played um, while he was playing. It was after he was done playing that he oh, played with gotcha. his kids. His mm-hmm. kids. I mean, imagine. Your kid turns around and says to five of his friends, do you want to come over to Michael Jordan's house sure. to play basketball? Yeah. The, you know I mean, how crazy hip was that? The dining room table is made of... Exclusive tiles that are placed to be a map of the streets of Baghdad, Iraq. Like what? In the world? Whoa! I'm not sure why he's trees. There's a giant skylight over the kitchen. I'm not sure why he's uh, he's backtracking what's going on in Baghdad. Why do you think? Yeah, I don't know. Huh? 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 Uh, The sleeper cell. Michael Jordan's a sleeper cell. Could be. The annual bill is more than a hundred thousand dollars. In like school taxes and seven hundred thousand dollars property taxes every year. Eight hundred G's. Every year. Eight hundred G's a year. You think he cares? People are still buying his sneakers. Oh. He doesn't oh. Care. It's got a giant aquarium built into the kitchen. You know the story about uh um nine bedrooms, nineteen bathrooms. Of course you you gotta be able to pee. It's a lot of dumps. You don't want to walk down that <laughs> See, you know, how great is that, though? Like, no matter where you are, you... All right, I'm going in this one. Yeah. Uh, yeah you know, you'd never need to follow someone. Do you, know the, do you know the story about the sneaker deal that he made? Do you know Do you know the story? The Adidas versus Nike yeah. thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a great story. He he really wanted Adidas really bad, and uh, Adidas wouldn't close the deal with him the, the way he wanted it. And uh, so legend has it that he then turned around and jumped over to Nike and said, okay, I'll take the deal, and that was it. Air Jordans were born. Imagine being the guy in Adidas, that guy. Imagine being that guy right now. He's out in the infinity pool. He lives in the infinity pool. He, does. <laughs> he lives under it? He lives under it. Glass seal. He's, the, he's he the mole. A, he has a cigar room <laughs> that has professional card tables, a walk-in humidor, 
Of course, there's professional card tables. What's the matter with you? Gotta have a cigar. You the gym is cards. like a, basically a home planet fitness. The gym is like better than Syracuse. This yeah. whole thing, if you compared it to the oh, Mellow Center, it rivals it, it. Yeah, yeah. It rivals it. Uh, but you got to have that. You got to have that. And that's why. Now, when you look at the breakdown of this house. $535 a square foot. But, but when you look at the breakdown of the house, it's worth, if you broke it down and had a yard sale and sold all the tiles, sold all yeah. the gym, gym, it's worth $50 million. I mean, he's taking a hit. He's got to be taking ahead of what it costs to do that. Because he was making stupid money. But the average person doesn't want all of these things. Listen, you You'd know, have to redo every room. You want to know it's a smarter move for Michael? I should probably call him. What? Donate it. Because he can donate the estimated value of it. And it's not like he doesn't need the tax write-offs, because he does. So if you turn around and said, I'm donating $50 million instead of selling it for twenty nine, he gets to write off $50 million against his income. Donate it, you know, in in in, in uh, incrementally. I can't even get my head around that house. Yeah, it's crazy, huh? I live in a one bedroom apartment. The bathroom's the size of an airplane bathroom. Well, you can get around your apartment in three steps. Yeah. So what are you worried about? You haven't. You've, you've yet. Neither one of you have come over Chateau Baldwini. I'd have to have you out. That sounds like a summer place to me. Not Sh a winter. Trip. Chateau Baldwini. Yeah, not a winter. No, or Chateau is where you is where you you know you want to go out there. You want to ski. No. Ski down the big mountain? No. I was thinking about that. I had a vision of that the other day. I've got that big hill mm -hmm. going down to the water, and you got to take this little side road to get down there. What if I put in like a, a, a giant slide? Before we go to break. Tell me. We've got our huge party at the home team pub, December 28th, Camping World Bowl. Noon to midnight, the party goes. It's a 12-hour it's a ripper. It's a bender. So you come out. <laughs> it's a should bender. I, should I get an RV? So I get an RV, we'll pull up to it in an RV. So we'll you just, come out from 12 you, you to 1. just get trashed. We're doing this show from 12 to 1. Josh is coming off vacation. You're wow. very lucky. And joining You're very lucky. us. Wow. We're going to do this show for an hour, and we are registering people right now. We'll take uh, caller 5, 437-7644. You get free food for the hour. While you're out there hanging out with us, you get to eat and watch three disgusting humans do a talk radio. Is it kid-friendly? It's not a kid-friendly party, is it? It's a restaurant, yeah. Of the new, yeah. I'm guessing at noon it is. Am I throwing my kids in there on, on their uh, on their devices and getting them on a table? Also, <laughs> if you come out, <laughs> if you come out, you can win SU season football tickets for Ooh, next year. It's a big one, which includes a home game against Clemson, and one lucky person that comes to the Daniel Baldwin show will win a shot. At shooting a three pointer the next day oh on the court boy. at the St. Bonaventure game for a thousand bucks. That's on the 29th? Yep. Wow. You and gotta I got to be, be at that you game. You got to be there, too. Do I get to shoot anything? Talent fee's $10. Do I get to shoot anything? You get anything? 10 bucks. For Do I, get, I just, <laughs> just want to shoot. Just, shoot just take, the ball, yeah. take the ball. Take oh, the ball. That's the rule we should do. Stuff the guy and. That's put the it rule up. we should do. So we should find out what the legality of letting the kid take the shot as the kid hits. They can have me shoot afterwards as a bonus. We'll talk about it. 315-437-7644. If you'd like to go to the party, eat for free for an hour with chances to win lots of valuable prizes. We'll be right back. I'm so excited. It's time for... Um, I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control and I just can't... Um. So what? It's unlistenable radio. <laughs> you understand the me? Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey now, 
think it's time to start getting screw up sponsored. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. Let's so what? Uh, brought to you by the Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus. Catch all the NFL and SU action on the big screen TVs. Delicious food, extensive menu, and voted Syracuse's favorite sports bar by the 2018 New Times readers. Charles Barkley delivered the eulogy at Lin Wang's funeral this week, and you're probably asking, who is Lin Wang? Lin Wang was a kitty litter scientist from Iowa City, Iowa. Um, The story's beautiful. If you want to read the whole thing, it's on the ESPN Syracuse Facebook page. Essentially, Daniel, what he did, this this Lin Lin Wang guy was in Sacramento. Charles was in the same hotel. Charles appeared to be famous to this Lin Wang guy because people were taking his photo and whatnot. So Lin Wang walks up to him, introduces himself. They end up talking for three hours. Charles invites him to dinner, and they become lifelong friends. And nobody in Lin's life believed that he was friends with Charles Barkley until this week when at his funeral, Charles Barkley showed up to deliver the eulogy. It's really a beautiful, beautiful story. Wow. It's really, I couldn't put the story down because it's sad, it's funny, it's because like he'll text Charles Barkley and show his friends, but Charles never texts back. So they're like, "Yeah, Dad, sure, you're friends with Charles Barkley." Yeah, or or he would text back, and they were like, "Yeah, that could be anybody." Replying right, right, right. Did he know he was sick? Yeah, uh, he did not tell. Uh, the son wrote the story. Mm-hmm. Did not tell Charles till very late into his dad's sickness that he was sick, and Charles was like, "Come on, man, you should have told me." But nobody believed. That they were that friends. he was that close of friends that he needed to bother Charles Barkley with a story. Lynn so. went to Alabama when Charles's mother passed away, I guess in 2005 or yeah. something, and it's they've just had this beautiful friendship that nobody knew about. That sounds like Charles. You know that that that's something he would do. He's a really good guy. Like whenever Charles, whenever Lynn <clears throat> was in New York or Los Angeles, he would say call, and Charles would go and meet him. Yeah. And they would just spend time together. He took together. him to the set at, on TNT. It's, it is a great story. If you get a chance, read it. I think it's beautiful. Not a so what. That. Not a so what. Uh, the Yankees have agreed to pay CC Sabathia the $500,000 bonus he missed out on when he was ejected for the, from the Rays game. Love it. You know what? Love it. Do the right thing. Brian Cashman, you know, steps up. You know, and, and, and that... That instills that kind of confidence and that love, you know, in the locker room for management. You know, you do stuff like that. I have long said that um, the thing that is missing from the Yankees uh, right now is, you know, I'm waiting for Steinbrenner to step up and not do an impersonation of his of his dad, but, you know, a little more. You know, I mean, George was, uh, uh, if he didn't like you, he let you know, and he, he wanted results, but he was a charismatic guy. The fact that he was held out of the Hall of Fame on the vote this year is ridiculous. Um, he's going to definitely go to the Hall of Fame. The Yankees need that great move by, by Brian Cashman. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell has a radical new idea to replace kickoffs. I love this. So the way it would work is that if the team just scored, they will retake possession of the ball on their own 30 in a 4th and 15 situation. They then have the choice to either punt it away or try to get a first down and keep the ball. That's terrible. I love it. Why do you love it? I don't know. It just seems more fun. But wouldn't you have teams like the Rams up 100-2 to two at that point? You're going to go for it on 4th and 15? Maybe. Why, why, why are we doing it? Because the, the collision? Then it, it, 
But what it does is it makes up for the onside, losing out on the onside kick with all these new stupid rules that they've put in. Because the onside kick was impossible to begin with, and they made it even more impossible with all these new rules. And four out of 31 times they've gotten it. So, so. now so now if you're down a touchdown with a minute left, or two touchdowns with a minute left, you score, you get the ball back. I love it. Okay, so if you hit a three-pointer from beyond 40 feet, do you get the ball back? Completely different route. No, no, I'm asking you a question. No, you don't. It's a different game. Why? Why not? When's it going to end? You know what I mean? Like that's that's my point. So if you're down by by 12 in the last two minutes and you shoot a ball beyond, let's make a new line and let him shoot it from an impossible long shot and it, it, like fourth and 15 gives him the ball. You don't give the ball back to someone who just scored. You don't do that. No. 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 Terrible rule. Then just give the ball at the 25 and be old and grumpy. No, let him listen. The problem with the kickoff now is that, and it has to do with head protocol. This is what it has to do with. So they've moved the kickoff spot so that it's virtually impossible to have run back. I mean, what is it? Less than, it's like one out of 10 or less that they run back anymore. Move the ball back the other five yards again. Let him kick it off. Let them run it back. Yes, they're going to hit each other. Yes, they're going to have people that sustain injuries. It's part of the game. And go back. I mean, we have made this so overprotected. Now. You can't hit a quarterback. You can't use your head. You can't head to head. You can't. People are dying. Like I'm, I agree with you on that. But they can't go back. You can't do okay, that to okay. people anymore. But 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 while we're paying this much attention to these rules. Firemen climb into burning buildings every day. Police officers wear jackets with no head protection and, and, and are shooting and getting shot at. And, and there's dangerous jobs. They know that there was a great line uh, from the Chicago cop who recently talked, or maybe he was in New York. Some, some, some officer got gunned down and they had the commissioner on, uh, or, or no, it was the police chief. And, he, and the first thing out of his mouth was, he knew what he was getting into when he signed on. And he said that, and I thought how insensitive you, that was to say that. But do you not think that the police and the fire departments are working to make their job safer every day? I, I, I do, I do. But this is football. You know, the, the, the point that I'm trying to make is that it's, it's modern-day gladiators that go out there. Now, of course, we want to give them the best equipment and the best way to protect it, but you're changing the game so much, in my, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I agree. In my opinion. I, agree, I, agree. I, think, I think you're making it so. You know what? Quarterbacks get hurt. Guys run the ball. They take the chance to run the ball. Stick his ass. They're never going to make bring this in, rule and change. And bring in Nick Foles. Bring They'll in Nick never Foles. make this rule change. I just think it's fun. I think it's fun. Terrible rule. A statistician... Oh, Paulie's going to love this one. A statistician from the Elias Sports Bureau okay. crunched the numbers and said for every single example, the Washington Redskins should have signed Colin Kaepernick over Mark Sanchez. What is, what's the math? Uh, he It's a bunch of charts and graphs I can show you. I'll put it on the ESPN page. But it's attempts versus receptions. It's uh, Sanchez isn't better across the depths. Sign him. Uh, career points versus Colin Kaepernick over Sanchez. It goes on and on. Sign He's got a whole bunch him. of stuff. It didn't happen. That's not real life. His stats aren't real life. He got blackballed, and you know what? He got blackballed. He's going to win his suit. He's going to win his suit. Good for him. Yeah, Justin so Fields. sick of talking about him. Highly touted quarterback Justin Fields has notified Georgia he intends to transfer. A person with knowledge of the situation has told USA Today Sports. Wow. Where is he transferring to? It doesn't say. Does it say in the updated one that Neil just gave you? I don't know, but... 
Probably isn't um, even the right story. Neil grabbed those and yanked them right out of here. He's dead. When you said they were in so what? He went away like a Yeah, does he have a list girlfriend. of schools? Just says he's transferring. Because he's not going to play next year? Well, he's supposed to be backup. Yeah, he's not going to take backup. I don't blame him for that, though, if he thinks that he has a possibility of playing in the NFL. How is that going to help him to be a backup? They never found a consistent role for Fields, who completed 27 to 39 Passes for 328 yards and touchdowns. Uh, he showed a few flashes of talent. Basically, it seems like he just didn't, it wasn't a fit. What do you got? What do you got, Neil? Neil, give me the update. Just say words. Say, say words. words. I don't want to read anything. It says in the article the three schools he's concerned is Ohio State, Oklahoma, and Florida State. Why? Because he wasn't getting any action in Georgia? Yeah, because Jake Fromm has one more year of eligibility and he basically doesn't want to sit another year, which makes sense. He was the number one player coming out of high school. He doesn't want to sit on the bench. Gotcha. Okay, so, so hang on a second. If he's going to transfer, doesn't he have to sit out a year? Yeah, is there an off year? I think there's like there's a new rule. There's like some new rule, like, and he's going to apply to it. And it, but if he can't get, it, he's just going to sit out a year because he'll have to sit a year anyway. And then, how many years of eligibility does he have? He'll have three more years of eligibility. So it would be like a DeVito wanted to leave because Dungy was going to start kind of situation, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're allowed to transfer. There's a few, you can plead hardship for certain reasons. Like if there was a, you you lost one of your parents, you wanted to be closer to home, whatever. Uh, A coaching change can trigger this too. If you were recruited by one coach and they make a significant change in the staff, offensive, defense coordinator may not apply. The NCAA will review it. But uh, uh, for a head coach, yes, that's usually, like look what happened at, uh, at Pitt. Um, didn't didn't pit fire their coach and a bunch of those guys jumped. They didn't have to sit out a year when they left. Yeah, uh, yeah, it so. depends. Yeah, it depends on if the coach leaves. You they'll can... find like they'll find a reason not to make you sit. He's the second five star quarterback to transfer <coughs> from Georgia in <coughs> as many years, <coughs> and he's one of eighteen five star quarterbacks that have transferred from their school in the past ten. What about Kelly? Didn't uh, where did Kelly he's, land? He's did... going to Missouri. He announced it a few weeks ago. He's going to Mizzou. I like that for him. And Jalen Hurts is probably going to be transferring, too. Wow. My ears hurts from listening to you. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Finally, Alfonso <Jeez>. Ribeiro <laughs> is suing two video game makers. <laughs> bye, bye, Neil. Thank you. He is suing Epic, which makes Fortnite, and Take-Two, who makes NBA 2K, because both games feature digital versions of his famous dance, the Carlton. Obviously from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Now, did, can, did he have to trademark and get, I mean, can you do that on a dance? I guess does he, he can. have it trademarked? Does Michael, does Michael Jackson own moonwalking? I, mean, I don't that, know. That would That's be the precedence. Not in the story. I, it's all I news. think you can moonwalk in it. Yeah, how do you, how uh, do, I'm how trying do you get to, this? They're how trying you, to show, like, it's just him dancing, doing it. They call it Stanky in NBA 2K. They call it Fresh in Fortnite. Ooh, calling it fresh. fresh. And he wants a no, piece of that No, calling it Fresh is different because that's a reference to Fresh Prince from right. there. Right. So, it, uh, it's his intellectual property, they say. You know what? You know what's going to happen in this? Let me tell you how this works. So I've seen a lot of this before in films. Uh, they're going to go up to him. They're going to really take a look at what he paid in his taxes, what he paid the last four years, what his income is, his potential earning, and they're going to offer him that dangler weird number. So, you know, in residuals and stuff like that, if the guy makes a couple hundred grand a year, they're going to come in at like 
60. You know what I mean? They're going to they're offer him Chance some the Rapper is also, I don't know who Chance Chance or, and another rapper, 2 Milli, are, are all also suing, too. suing because they're using their dances. Now, for you guys who don't know, Fortnite lets you buy upgraded dances for when you win. And because of those things, Fortnite makes an average of $1.5 million a day in just sales. They cleared about $300 million uh, in less than a year uh, because they can sell you these dances. Through a thing called V-Bucks. You pay real money for V-Bucks, and then V-Bucks get you these dances. Xavier Roberts is suing for the cabbage patch. <laughs> wow. You proud of that joke? You proud of that one? I'm going to sell the thrustaholic. It's my thrusting dance I oh, do. very nice. You like it? So what Don't brought you by Wildcat me. Sports Pub in Camillus? Catch all the NFL and SU action on their big screen TVs. Wildcat. Keep, we're gonna, your we're gonna, Keep your dance to yourself. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it on demonstration a, right into the I camera. I don't need a 57-year-old thrust. <laughs> I'm, 50, I'm 58. Oh, oh. Happy, when was your birthday? October 5th. Oh, happy remember birthday. Remember his sister yeah, was here? You remember oh, her yeah. sister was here. Yeah, Levitar never announced it. Yeah, don't care. Well, listen, we'll I, be I, back I, with more. We're going to talk SU Buffalo. Sweet. Come on. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey, now. We're back. We're going to talk a little bit about um, Syracuse against Buffalo. Um, <clears throat> that's tonight, and you're not dressed up. It's a later start. I got a little time to get home, take the dog out, hoo-hoo, and then uh, then go over. It's an 8 o'clock start tonight, so I got a little extra time. 10-0 and 0, Buffalo, 7-3 and 3 Syracuse, three losses to unranked teams. Um, you know, this is, is going to be, and they're favored by three and a half. SU is. Yeah, that's about right. You think so? Yeah, they should be favored at home. Buffalo's pretty good. Yeah, ranked number fourteen Sadly, in the country. So is Syracuse. No, but and they and they haven't played like they should. Well, I got the answer. Okay. I, I don't think Coach Bayham's going to bring me in the locker room anytime soon. Me either. But if he brought me in, okay, I would pull Brissett and I would pull Battle aside, and I'd say, just go to the hoop for this game. Just go to the rack. Don't shoot threes, please. Don't, don't. Brissett has now become this guy who is shooting 47 three-pointers in 10 games or something. I mean, why is he shooting? He's not knocking down 29%. The, see, here's the issue. I think they're being, like, I sit right next to the bench. I think they're being told that. You know, to I fire hear, it up? No, to stop shooting, you know, yeah. take the ball. Yeah. It's kind of strange why well, it's not happening. there's a reason why... Um, this this phenomenon happens. Just take it back to, and I always say, the rules don't change. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> the rules don't change when it's NBA, when it's college, whether it's big-time college, or pick up at the Y. If you're guarding a guy who's standing outside the three-point line and he decides he's going to fire up and you don't have a lot of confidence he's going to hit it, <laughs> you'll let him shoot it. And you turn around, you run to the basket and go for the rebound because he's hitting 29 out of 100 three-pointers. So that's the case the, with, the, with these two guys. They're not hitting it. And they're so talented and so athletic that if they went to the basket and drove, they're going to create opportunities at the foul line. They're going to create opportunities for two. They, they rebounded as a mob last year. I mean, they, when, when they were undersized, they all crashed to the boards. If they went back to that mentality and let the guys like Beheim or Hughes or other people who can shoot a three, they're going to create those openings too by kicking the ball back out because they're going to the basket. If those two guys don't go to the rim more, 
they're going to have a problem with Buffalo. Here's the issue with having centers that don't do anything. Getting to the basket is a hundred times harder when nobody's guarding your center. Yes, but they have. They have. You got to give them this. By midseason last year and this year, Chuk has been available for that little lob when you're driving too. When they come, he's got to catch it. You just got to put it up by the rim for him. The big he's, boy. The big boy doesn't. He's not super gifted when it comes to that. He does the things that he does well, but so it's specific. But I'll tell you this: if you beat your man, which is what Tyus and O'Shea do well, um, now you're looking at the center having to step out of you. Immediately just lob it up there. He'll he'll put the ball in the basket. He's like... Uh, you have a lot more faith than I do. No, bro. I haven't seen it this year. Uh, you he know hasn't what? caught but it. They, but they're not throwing him the ball. They how, have. How do you tell? Oh, come on. No, they have not. When they have, it hasn't been pretty. <laughs> I, there's no what? way to sugarcoat that. Why do you want to like, throw Chuka under the bus, man? I'm they're not, not doing I, that. It's, it's C.J. Massenberg is averaging 17.5 points per game for Buffalo. He's their he's their big boy. We got to do something. We got to we got to definitely get after him some and close those lanes up in the zone. Uh, so we're going to have a lot of stepping in and shuffling to try to close up those alleys so that he can't get to the basket. Um I'd rather see him shooting outside than going to the rack. Uh he's a good basketball player and he's the straw. And this is not piling on the big men. They've got to play Bigger than they are weight wise, they got to they got to fight up a weight class. Yeah, Buffalo's because, a physical team. Yeah, they they can't they can't get pushed around like they have been. You know, so. look look for Dolezal to be a factor tonight. I I'm at the point now where I him at the center is not the answer. I don't think so either. You know, but I don't think the, so. The Sidibe Chuk need need. To play big, I'm, I'm, I'm the, the jury's out for me on Sidibe. I mean, I know that you you come back from the knee surgery and everything, and you kind of wait to see. And I know that from athletes that I've known on a professional level before, they turn around and they, you know, they they talk about never being the same, or whatever. You got to test that knee. You know, he's got to. But uh, I don't see either one of them as being as prolific a potential scorer as I do. Um, Seeing Dolajay, I think he can put the ball in the hole. He's just got to shoot it. This hour of the Daniel Baldwin Show has been brought to you by the Chocolate Pizza Company. If you call right now, 315-437-7644, our friend right next to me on the left, Daniel Baldwin, will give you a free chocolate pizza and crunch tickets Whoa! to an SU or wow. to a crunch game. So give a call now, 437-7644. Hopefully Neil can handle this on the fly. And Can Neil do it? Caller 5 right now. We'll take a break, come back, and wrap this butte up. Nice. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey now. Welcome back. I want to hit you with something. Tell me. Blindside. Uh, I'm not afraid. This has been talked about on every show, but this one. Did you hear what our long-lost friend Joe Salzone did over the weekend? Oh, God, no. Please tell me. He, thinking he was doing a nice thing, loaded the dishwasher here at Galaxy Communications, emptied the sink, put everything in, filled the dishwasher, put regular dish soap in it, and flooded the kitchen. No, he didn't. Like a 1970s sitcom. <laughs> like suds and everything. Suds and water all over the kitchen floor. Wow, what's the first time that floor's been cleaned in a long time? <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yes. So he but, did do a favor but by he's, cleaning the floor. he's in his mid-30s, right? He's never used a washing machine. And he's so. never used a dishwasher before in his life. Oh, poor Joe. That Think wasn't the ex- 
that wasn't the reaction I expected. What did you expect? I don't know. Don't you think that's a level of dumb that... Well, he's, a, he's also in an apartment that probably doesn't have a dishwasher then, obviously. That or he's still looking at it, wondering what it is. Maybe he's never seen a dishwasher. Was he? Did he grow up Amish? <laughs> I don't know. Because he's got the Amish beard now. But, and, but, he, I mean, he could have a housekeeper for all we know. Maybe he's got a... But you have soap and then you have a box that's Joe Salzone has a housekeeper? Maybe he's got a housekeeper. Come he's got, on. He's got a live-in maid. Come on. Let's start that rumor. Come on. Let's not, he's doing so well. He's like got he a live-in maid. That's right. His show's so big now. He watches all <laughs> 70 shows. Yeah. He should know that joke by now. Well, this rule that you have about the cell phones, speaking of Salzone, um, this rule that you have about the cell phones, should that not apply company-wide? I mean, yes. Because I walk by certain rooms here that people are supposedly recording and doing work, and I look in there, and then they're, and they're in there every day after their shows are over, and they're not doing anything. And the reason why I know is because I go in the next day and have worked with them before, and they have no preparation. They have nothing ready to go. They don't have any material. So what do they do all day? Is this just to justify the income that they make now? I have a, I have a pretty steadfast no cell phone rule on my morning show. Because it pulls people out of conversations. I like to have conversations with people. It is. It, absolutely. it should be in every workplace. Absolutely. By the way, what's happening on this particular porn site? Today? <laughs> All right, that's it. We got to go. Thank you. That's it? It's over? Yeah. Wow, I was told we had minutes left. Back tomorrow.